Hello, and welcome to The Journey, a daily podcast reading through the Bible. Thank you so much for joining us today. As you listen, we're going to be using the New Living Translation of God's Word. Let's start today's reading. We are continuing the book of Isaiah by reading chapters 49 through 53 today. Listen to me, all you in distant lands. Pay attention, you who are far away. The Lord called me before my birth. From within the womb, he called me by name. He made my words of judgment as sharp as a sword. He has hidden me in the shadow of his hand. I am like a sharp arrow in his quiver. He said to me, You are my servant, Israel, and you will bring me glory. I replied, But my work seems so useless. I have spent my strength for nothing and to no purpose. Yet I leave it all in the Lord's hand. I will trust God for my reward. And now the Lord speaks. The one who formed me in my mother's womb to be his servant, who commissioned me to bring Israel back to him. The Lord has honored me, and my God has given me strength. He says, You will do more than restore the people of Israel to me. I will make you a light to the Gentiles, and you will bring my salvation to the ends of the earth. The Lord, the Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, says to the one who is despised and rejected by the nations, to the one who is the servant of of rulers, kings will stand at attention when you pass by. Princes will also bow low. Because of the Lord, the faithful one, the holy one of Israel, who has chosen you. This is what the Lord says. At just the right time, I will respond to you. On that day of salvation, I will help you. I will protect you and give you to the people as my covenant with them. Through you, I will reestablish the land of Israel and assign it to its own people again. I will say to the prisoners, come out in freedom, and those in darkness come into the light. They will be my sheep grazing in the green pastures and on the hills that were previously bare. They will neither hunger nor thirst. The searing sun will not reach them any more, for the Lord in his mercy will lead them. He will lead them beside cool waters. And I will make my mountains into level paths for them. The highways will be raised above the valleys. See, my people will return from far away, from lands to the north and the west, and and from as far south as Egypt. Sing for joy, O heavens. Rejoice, O earth. Burst into song, O mountains. For the Lord has comforted his people and will have compassion on them in their suffering. Yet Jerusalem says, The Lord has deserted us. The Lord has forgotten us. Never! Can a mother forget her nursing child? Can she feel no love for the child she has born? But even if that were possible, I would not forget you. 
See, I have written your name on the palms of my hands. Always in my mind is a picture of Jerusalem's walls and ruins. Soon your descendants will come back, and all who are trying to destroy you will go away. Look around you and see, for all your children will come back to you. As surely as I live, says the Lord, they will be like jewels or bridal ornaments for you to display. Even the most desolate parts of your abandoned land will soon be crowded with your people. Your enemies who enslaved you will be far away. The generations born in exile will return and say, We need more room. It's crowded here. Then you will think to yourself, Who has given me all these descendants? For most of my children were killed, and the rest were carried away into exile. I was left here all alone. Where did all these people come from? from? Who, Who bore these children? Who raised them for me? This is what the Lord, the Sovereign Lord, says. See, I will give a signal to the godless nations. They will carry your little sons back to you in their arms. They will bring your daughters on their shoulders. Kings and queens will serve you and care for all your needs. They will bow to the earth before you and lick the dust from your feet. Then you will know that I am the Lord." Those who trust in me will never be put to shame. Who can snatch the plunder of war from the hands of a warrior? Who can demand that a tyrant let his captives go? But the Lord says the captives of warriors will be released, and the plunder of tyrants will be retrieved. For I will fight those who fight you, and I will save your children. I will feed your enemies from their own, with their own flesh. They will be drunk with rivers of their own blood. All the world will know that I, the Lord, am your Savior and your Redeemer, the Mighty One of Israel. This is what the Lord says. Was your mother sent away because I divorced her? Did I sell you as slaves to my creditors? No, you were sold because of your sins. And your mother too was taken because of your sins. Why was no one there when I came? Why didn't anyone answer when I called? It is because I have no power to rescue. Is it because I have no power to rescue? No, that is not the reason. For I can speak to the sea and make it dry up. I can turn rivers into deserts covered with dying fish. I dress the skies in darkness, covering them with clothes of mourning. The Sovereign Lord has given me his words of wisdom so that I know how to comfort the weary. 
Morning by morning he awakens me and opens my understanding to his will. The sovereign Lord has spoken to me, and I have listened. I have not rebelled or turned away. I offered my back to those who beat me, and my cheeks to those who pulled out my beard. I did not hide my face from mockery and spitting. Because the sovereign Lord helps me, I will not be disgraced. Therefore, I have set my face like a stone, determined to do His will, and I know that I will not be put to shame. He who gives me justice is near. Who will dare to bring charges against me now? Where are my accusers? Let them appear. See, the Sovereign Lord is on my side. Who will declare me guilty? All my enemies will be destroyed, like old clothes, they that have been eaten by moths. Who among you fears the Lord and obeys his servant? If you are walking in darkness without a ray of light, trust in the Lord and rely on your God. But watch out, you who live in your own light, and warm yourselves by your own fires. This is the reward you will receive from me. You will soon fall down in great torment." Listen to me, all who hope for deliverance, all who seek the Lord. Consider the rock from which you were cut, the quarry from which you were mined. Yes, think about Abraham, your ancestor, and Sarah, who gave birth to your nation. Abraham was only one man when I called him. When I blessed him, he became a, gr- a great nation." The Lord will comfort Israel again and have pity on her ruins. Her desert will blossom like Eden, her barren wilderness like the garden of the Lord. Joy and gladness will be found there. Songs of thanksgiving will fill the air. Listen to me, my people. Hear me, Israel, for my law will be proclaimed and my justice will become a light to the nations. My mercy and justice are coming soon. My salvation is on the way. My strong arm will bring justice to the nations. All distant lands will look to me and wait in hope for my powerful arm. Look up to the skies above and gaze down on the earth below, for the skies will disappear like smoke and the earth will wear out like a piece of clothing. The people of the earth will die like flies, but my salvation lasts forever. My righteous rule will never end. Listen to me, you who know right from wrong, you who cherish my law in your hearts. Do not be afraid of people's scorn, for nor fear their insults. For the moth will devour them as it devours clothing. The worm will eat at them as it eats wool. But my righteousness will last forever. 
my salvation will continue from generation to generation. Wake up, wake up, O Lord. Clothe yourself with might. Flex your mighty right arm. Rouse yourself as in the days of old when you slew Egypt, the dragon of the Nile. Are you not the same today? The one who dried up the sea, making a path of escape through the depths so that your people could cross over, those who have been ransomed by the Lord will return. They will enter Jerusalem singing crowned with everlasting joy. Sorrow and mourning will disappear, and they will be filled with joy and gladness. I, yes, I am the one who comforts you. So why are you afraid of mere humans, who wither like the grass and disappear? Yet you have forgotten the Lord your Creator, the one who stretched out the sky like a canopy and laid the foundations of the earth. Will you remain in constant dread of human oppressors? Will you continue to fear the anger of your enemies? Where is their fury and anger now? It is gone. Soon all you captives will be released. Imprisonment, starvation, and death will not be your fate. For I am the Lord your God who stirs up the sea, causing its waves to roar. My name is the Lord of heaven's armies, and I have put my words in your mouth and hidden you safely in my hand. I stretched out the sky like a canopy and laid the foundations of the earth. I am the one who says to Israel, You are my people. Wake up, wake up, O Jerusalem. You have drunk the cup of the Lord's fury. You have drunk the cup of terror, tipping out its last drops. Not one of your children is left alive to take your hand and guide you. These two calamities have fallen on you, desolation and destruction, famine and war. And who is left to sympathize with you? Who is left to comfort you? For your children have fainted and lie in the streets, helpless as antelopes caught in a net. The Lord has poured out his fury. God has rebuked them. But now listen to this, you afflicted ones, who sit in a drunken stupor. Though not from drinking wine, this is what the Sovereign Lord, your God and Defender, says. See, I have taken the terrible cup from your hands. You will drink no more of my fury. Instead, I will hand that cup to your tormentors, those who said, We will trample you into dust and walk on your backs. Wake up, wake up, O Zion. Clothe yourself with strength. Put on your beautiful clothes, O holy city of Jerusalem. For unclean for unclean and godless people will enter your gates no longer. Rise from the dust, O Jerusalem. Sit in a place of honor. Remove the chains of slavery from your neck, O captive daughter of Zion. This For this is what the Lord says. When I sold you into exile, I received no payment. 
Now, I can redeem you without having to pay for you. This is what the Sovereign Lord says, Long ago, my people chose to live in Egypt. Now, they are oppressed by Assyria. What is this? asks the Lord. Why are my people enslaved again? Those who rule them shout in exultation. My name is blasphemed all day long, but I will reveal my name to my people, and they will come to know its power. Then at last they will recognize that I am the one who speaks to them. How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of the messenger who brings good news. The good news of peace and salvation, the news that the God of Israel reigns. The watchmen shout and sing with joy, for before their very eyes they see the Lord returning to Jerusalem. Let the ruins of Jerusalem break into joyful song, for the Lord has comforted his people. He has redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord has demonstrated his holy power before the eyes of all the nations. All the ends of the earth will see the victory of our God. Get out, get out and leave your captivity where everything you touch is unclean. Get out of there and purify yourselves, you who carry home the sacred objects of the Lord. Will you not leave in a hurry, running for your lives? For the Lord will go ahead of you. Yes, the God of Israel will protect you from behind. See, my servant will prosper. He will be highly exalted. But many were amazed when they saw him. His face was so disfigured, he seemed hardly human. And from his appearance, one would scarcely know he was a man. And he will startle many nations. Kings will stand speechless in his presence, for they will see what they had not been told. They will understand what they had not heard about. Who has believed our message? To whom has the Lord revealed his powerful arm? My servant grew up in the Lord's presence like a tender green green shoot, like a root in dry ground. There was nothing beautiful or majestic about his appearance, nothing to attract us to him. He was despised and rejected, a man of sorrows, acquainted with deepest grief. We turned our backs on him and looked the other way. He was despised and we did not care. Yet, it was our weakness he carried. It was our sorrows that weighed him down. And we thought his troubles were a punishment from God, a punishment for his own sins. But he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. He was beaten so that we could be whole. He was whipped so that we could be healed. All of us, like sheep, have strayed away. We have left God's path to follow our own. Yet the Lord laid on him the sins of us all. He was oppressed and treated harshly, yet he never said a word. 
He was led like a lamb to slaughter. And as a sheep is silent before the shears, he did not open his mouth. Unjustly condemned, he was led away. No one cared that he died without descendants, that his life was cut short in midstream. But he was struck down for the rebellion of my people. He had done no wrong and had never deceived anyone. But he was buried like a criminal. He was put in a rich man's grave. But it was the Lord's good plan to crush him and to cause him grief. Yet when his life is made an offering for sin, he will have many descendants. He will enjoy a long life, and the Lord's good plan will prosper in his hands. When he sees all that is accomplished by this by his anguish, he will be satisfied, and because of his experience, my righteous servant will make it possible for many to be counted righteous, for he will bear all their sins. I will give him the honors of a victorious soldier, because he exposed himself to death. He was counted among the rebels, he bore the sins of many, and interceded for rebels." That last chapter of Isaiah chapter 53 is very familiar for us as we talk about Jesus. In reality, much of Isaiah we can see referencing Jesus. But chapter 53 has been looked at for many years as a, as a demonstration of what Jesus did, specifically when he went to the cross that Jesus was despised and rejected, that people turned their backs to him, that he was despised, that people did not care. And yet it was our sin that Jesus took, Isaiah 53 says. That he was pierced for our rebellion, he was crushed for our sins, he was beaten and whipped. He took all of our sins. There's one part of that of this chapter that is particularly poignant. The fact that this was God's good plan. It was the plan to crush Jesus and cause him such grief. And yet we know because of what Jesus did that he was victorious. Not just victorious over death and the grave, that he was victorious to win the battle of sin. Surely this is why he shouted on the cross before his death, It is finished. Because of this, the Lord is victorious. And God has counted him as the most victorious one ever because of all that he has done. He has won our victory over sin. Thank you again for joining us for the journey. Please be sure to share this podcast. Today's reading was from the New Living Translation of the Holy Bible and used with permission. Have a blessed day, and we hope that you'll join us again tomorrow.